let's knock that out and get down to business. This is a test in actuality. I'm going back to one of my old platforms that I used to use back in 2018, 19, 17, in the good old days where you had the chat room right across the front. But things have changed so much. I don't even know if anybody could hear me. I'm looking at the chat room here um, on YouTube, but I'm in a different program. And like I said, this is a test. So I uh, was just supposed to say it was a test, but I had a request to do an interview about 30 minutes ago, and I wish I had waited for that. Um, if he wants to do it, that's Issa Muhammad, Vibrant Muhammad. He's running for Congress in the United States. I forgot what district exactly, but it's in Florida. I don't know how politics run, but he's always a great interviewer. He never pulls punches. And um, I've been, I should have been sleeping a long time ago, but I was determined to learn this program. I made a nice overlay set it up the chat area is just covered i don't know what i'm gonna do with it but i'll find out how to work that tweak tomorrow but i'm not going to do anything more if there's no chat room here you see it um inside the actual youtube chat room but i usually like this because the chat is up on the screen afterwards when you look at it as a, as a replay you actually see the chat because so many people don't know how to go into the chat room so that being said i just wanted to speak a few moments and this was just going to be a test um, you don't see my, my screen behind me. That's okay. I'll figure out how to do that. All you see is black. That's okay, too. That's the point that I want to make. Let me see if anybody's in the chat room. Whenever you come on in, you know, but I'm just going to speak on this briefly. This is a full-fledged subject, but I think I can talk on it in, in within 15, 20 minutes before I hit the sack. Blackmail resentment. Blackmail resentment is something that I don't understand because... In my upbringing, I did not know of this thing. Uh, in my household growing up, not because of the things that I had, it wasn't a materialistic thing, it was just a balanced thing, right? I didn't have to fuss and fight with siblings, right? I always thought that would be a fun thing to do when I would go around friends' houses. I would always go to the people that had, you know, the families that had lots of brothers and sisters. I love to see the interaction. And as we all know that things start from childhood, um, all things start from childhood, whether you want to, you know, believe it or not. Things can happen in life that are traumatic, that are not childhood-based. But most things happen in childhood, and they can even be minor and have a major effect on you. And that being said, growing up as a, as a child, you know, I have an older brother, as you all well know, that he's on substances and 11 years older than me was around here and there, but he wasn't part of the childhood childhood. It affected me from observing things, right? But it, it didn't have a base effect, something to permeate me deep down. I grew really up as an only child, and technically between the union of my mother and father, I was an only child. So that's kind of like on the line. So that being said, I had the toys, I had my own room. I had peace and quiet. Um, I wasn't catered to like a spoiled brat because education and learning and discipline was, was, was put on me from young. So I didn't get away where I just had to sit around and have it, have it made. Where the, my mother did all the clothes and made up my bed for me and did chores. I had to do chores, right? I had to do things. When I went to work with my father, he would give me money. He taught me the benefit of working and getting paid for it, right? So that being said, you know, I had a pretty good uh, work ethic. You know, I'd rather do it the smart way and get away from it, but I had a pretty good work ethic. And I had a very good childhood. I got a lot of respect for my parents. 
Um, they honored my, my private space. They taught me to honor the private space of others. They taught me manners. They made sure to that. And whenever I went anywhere with any other family, she made sure, tell me what he did. Because it was anything that's out of order was not acceptable. And I always got a great report card. I was groomed, okay? I wasn't just left on the curb to fend for myself. I'm not, I, 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 that, that's something that's very unfortunate when I see it. And let me see, I'm looking at um, the live chat. There's nobody here chat yet. It's way in the wee hours and I understand this. So let me know, if anybody wants to let me know. I wanna see how things are working from this end because I have several screens up. But I wasn't that one who was neglected or pushed away by my father or, or, you know, neglected, like get out of here, you know, you're never gonna be anything type thing. They always had me involved in stuff. And I'm just saying this in the context of this show because you all pretty much know that already. Guitar lessons, but piano lessons, you know, um, art lessons, even though I drew really good. Um, camps, you know, real camps, not just down the block as some structure, but in, you know, in the Adirondacks, I, I, I spoke about that. Um, I still don't know how that was accomplished on that level at that time, but it is what it is. My father knew how to wheel and deal. But um, on top of that, like growing up, my father always taught me that whatever you want, you have to earn it. Whatever you desire, you have to work for it. You have to earn it. And although he worked in his business, and it was physically taxing, to refinish these floors and these landmark properties. We got a chance, and I got a chance to meet with a lot of affluent people, just like I did up in the camp. Indigo King, yes, okay, cool. Um, looks like I'm outside, right? <laughs> no, I'm inside, I got the green wall behind me. I was trying to, this is a whole new program. It was an old program, if you remember back in the day, they used to have the chat room on the side and I set it up, but I did something wrong, but I said, let me go through with this anyway. And um, this is something new, I can do much more and I can customize it more for each show. So I want to get down and do that. But there's um, a couple of things that I need to do. Let me see something here. Would this make a difference? Okay, let me just leave that like that. Okay, so that being said, I had a good, well-rounded view of the world. Um, my parents also did for other children that may have been <clears throat> less fortunate, right? To not embarrass them. Hey, we, we're gonna go to the amusement park, we're gonna go here, there. Here, keep that 50 on you. Wow, Mr. Scurvy gave me $50. I'm like looking at my father like, you didn't give me $50, whatever. But what I'm saying, and this is back in the 70s, um, we tried to uplift everybody. So tr truthfully, I don't know this thing called jealousy. I try to, uh, even you would call it a motherly energy. I have the fatherly thing, the male and the female, not, not female like this, right? But the warmth, the compassion, the empathy, thinking outside of myself, hey, this guy pretty much feels bad. He needs this, he needs that, maybe he needs this or whatever. I was always caring that way with my friends. But because of that balance coming up and never actually being jealous, you know, my father taught me that jealousy is the flip side, envy and jealousy is the flip side of motivation. So if you are not motivated by what somebody does, you're jealous and you're envious of them in some way. You see what I mean? Like, if I'm into collecting baseball cards and you're into collecting comic books, 
if you see my extensive baseball card collection, right? Then you say, man, I got to brush it up. I got to not get more comic books, but treat the comic books the way, you know, that the other guy treated the baseball cards. Motivate, make yourself better. If you see a guy running down the street and he's in shape and he's jogging and he's been training for years and he looks good, you know, don't come out the first thing out your mouth and say, oh, I hear them guys got uh, uh, little things and they can't satisfy their women. Why? Why would you go that far? Why would you, why would you be envious of this guy, right? Why not look down and say, you know what? I got a big fat gut hanging in front of me from drinking liquor and laying around all day talking about I'm living my best life. Let me get up and do something. And, and, but see, lots of times, lots of times, not every time, the discipline wasn't put in. And not only to be disciplined, but to not look at other people in an envious way and start resenting them. And the more and more I've lived life, even up into this present day, I can spot it, but lots of times it broadsides me because at the end of the day, I'm still a very giving person, very loving person, and I want to see the best for anybody in my circle and beyond. I don't look at all of a sudden. You see, when you talk about social media, yes, balance, thank you. I know I see you here, right? Thank you. Thank you for the hearts. You know, it, it's, you can't really tell all the time. And this is a poison that keeps us as black men back. And I'm trying to let it bother me. But I can't be around anybody who possesses this. I have had people who are accomplished in their own businesses, making good money. I've been the blue collar guy driving the bus, working with the incarcerated. Did good because I live below my means. But I never look at somebody else and say, oh, they got this, they have that. I, I need to be, oh, who do they think they are? No, I'm happy for them. I say, man, this is impressive. And then you think like, okay, this is not my thing. See, my thing always came free or freely. You give me a pencil, you give me some paper, drawing pad, a drawing pencil, and I'm happy. And those who play the game of trying to hide their low self-esteem by getting all the material and the toys around them, those are the ones who got angry at me because they couldn't get an envious vibe out of me because I'm so happy drawing my picture. Hey, man, I just bought this brand new Maserati. Well, look, man, I just finished this picture after a whole month. And we're talking about in adult years. And then looking at me like, what kind of nut is this? Are you serious? I'm showing you a car that costs so much money and you're happier with the drawing that you have with the pen and look at the details, see, see, you know, and they're like, this guy's straight retarded. And if they gave me a ride in the car and they give me the sign to see how I'm looking, and I'm like, man, these are some nice leather seats, the acceleration's good, the transmission is smooth, this is a really, really nice vehicle. And they're getting mad. They're getting mad because they, they can't see people who are like this. Ray of Sunshine, welcome. Queen Midas in the house, right? <laughs> exactly. That's what I was taught. That's what I was taught. I can't see the chat on the screen again for those who came in. 
I'm experimenting, going back to the old program, and so much of it, of it has changed. Like, I can nix it if it was the old way, but they added this and added this. You got to do this cold, that cold. That's why it's 3.48 in the morning, and I'm up here because I wanted to get something out. I haven't done much because you all know what our project is, and we, Mr. Scary's got to get up in a couple hours, go up there. I'm going to sleep a little bit, get up and go there after her, do some work, maybe do a stream up there and do a stream when I come back down. I'm trying to juggle you all because we're coming to the finish line big time, right? So it, it, it never... The way I was wired up under my hood, like when you have a car's hood up and you wire it and you do certain things to make it go fast, whatever, that's just the way I'm wired. But I've had people want to amplify their attacks on me to the point of insulting me to try to get a rise out of me because I don't think like them looking around with a green eye at people envious of them. And when I've been happy about things for myself, many of them would take it. And these are close people in my circle. I've gotten well, close then, but they're gone now. Me being happy for something that I've accomplished and worked hard and sacrificed for a long time and finally to achieve it, I'm getting, hmm, who does he think he is? Like, I don't deserve that. Like all the people, like if we can say, Get in line. Because I don't believe there is no line. Me personally, you can be at the end of the line of accomplishment where people don't expect you to really accomplish anything at all. And if you jump this line that I didn't make, and I'm not looking at it as a line, they, hey, how, how did he get so successful so fast? There is no line. But these people who have this resentment feel that in their area of expertise, well, I'm accomplished in this area, in that area. I wrote an article, I couldn't tell you what the title was, but I broke down basically how people in different lanes wanna hang out around those who are in their lanes because their currency is very similar. Like if I went to medical school, I'll hang out around people in the medical industry and those who are similar to what I went to school with because that's the only ones who could really see what I accomplished and when they have that insecurity not all of them I'm not saying that this is everybody right in anything but those who are like this they are not happy with themselves they still have the insecurities that they had from when they were younger and now they are accomplished and still hold these things and play these petty little games. And there are a lot of black men out here like this. And when they see you, they feel that even when they don't know you, they try to do this evaluation thing. And when they know that they didn't have maybe much of an upbringing, for me, that's, that's more of a testimony when you can conquer a, 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 a past that wasn't so loving or kind to you and still achieve, that then to me is an accomplishment, especially when you can maintain a pure heart. Most people achieve things and don't have a pure heart when they're doing it because they're getting back at somebody. Well, let me get this new car. I'm gonna drive to that neighborhood where they used to make fun of me. Oh, I'm short and they call me ugly and I'm chubby, but look at this beautiful wife I got. I'm gonna show her off now. Maybe he went after her just to have a trophy wife to get back at the other guys. But you don't know, she could be messing around with somebody else. My satisfaction has to come from the inside. 
It has to come from the inside. It can't be this superficial thing because you mean I work so hard to try to go around and make somebody jealous because I'm the one that feels insecure? So then you have black men fighting against each other for petty things. And it's foolishness. Am I saying all black men? No. Some. I can't tell you how many. Let me tell you something. I'm on TikTok right now. A little more so. I didn't know how it works. I made like an account. Then it wouldn't let me back in. I made another one. I must have got like about seven or eight of them. <laughs> the one I'm on un that I'm under now that I'm working on is under LanceScurve.com. Because I done tried Lance Skirvin, Lance Skurve, and they put numbers, but Lance Skurve, zero two, whatever. So I said, okay, LanceScurve.com. I would rather it be Lance Skurve. And I have one like that, but I can't get in it. So TikTok, LanceScurve.com. So I started putting up little one-minute snippets. I might be at the market, I might be in the street, I might be on the roof, I just pull the phone out and just talk for a minute. You know, fancy it up a little bit, a little thought. I didn't do one earlier, I've been so busy just to get a minute out, right? And I spoke about the benefits of living in Ghana. I was not trying to put down anything else. So I started, I got a lot of great comments and pretty much it went viral. It went viral, it's like maybe 98,000 in the last week? I was like, whoa, that shows you how YouTube, they'll take us, they'll focus on a certain person and keep their numbers down. You go somewhere else. And that's why the United States government, to get off the subject, the United States government, they are mad at TikTok and they are mad at the people who use it. I'm not saying the Chinese are any better, but see, the American government and the social media platforms can't control them. So they cannot censor you. So you got black people talking some revolutionary things, but they still do, excuse me, monitor you and they do some type of censoring, right? I heard that when you put something black in the title too strong or whatever, they may kind of make you knock off. I don't know if that's true or not. All I know is when I put something up on TikTok, it goes out a lot more. And when I put it up on YouTube, the numbers are low. So that's what they're mad at. So when I bring people to the site, I circumvent all of the American uh, social media platforms that are controlled by the government because I know I'm on certain lists anyway. That's a way of life for me. That doesn't even bother me because it's not going to stop me. Look what time it is. 3.56, I just started a stream. It ain't going to be long. But when I was speaking about that, I wasn't putting anybody down. And it, it wasn't a thing where, oh, it has to be Ghana or it has to be the motherland. It could be Colombia. It could be It could be. Peru, it could be Venezuela, I don't, uh, Brazil, wherever you want to go in the world to get away from the pressures in, in, in the hells of North America, right? I mean, if you put me back there, I can live there. I understand the gravitational pull. I understand the pressure pushed in because I'm strong from within to push out. So it's not a matter of me saying also, Oh, yeah, see, I'm bigger than anybody. Nah, 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 I left over there, ha, ha. No, how stupid that is. Because what do I talk about? I talk about things dealing with black people worldwide, but mostly those of my family who are in the United Snakes of America, right? So I've gotten comments, oh, yeah, uh, uh, you ran. You, you ran over there. Yeah, well, I can do the same thing over here. What? But what kind of spirit is that when you think about that? yes. I could do the same thing back in America, but I wouldn't be able to afford what I'm doing now. 
That's my choice. That's my life. Why are so many? And, and women can do it too. Women can do it too. The so-called modern woman that thinks that, you know, like, okay, I've been always viewed as this guy that had lots of potential, right, when I was younger. And maybe I didn't live up to all my potential because I was living hedonistic and carnal and indulging in all kinds of things. I can face that. I can accept that. If I could do it all over again, maybe I would do it all different, right? But I'm cool. I'm balanced. I'm like, oh, oh, if I did this, because I got people that come around me, Lance, if, if you did this, you'd be a millionaire multi. If you did, and they're not saying this because they want to encourage me. They want to make me feel bad because back in them days when I had the time and the talent, they kept sh quiet about it. Then now that we're old, like, like, like that going to stop me. If I want to do something and, and achieve a goal by 75 or 65 or 70, I will do it. As a matter of fact, I'm in the fast lane now. Y'all don't know what I'm going to do. What can I, I, I can accomplish with all the free time in four years? I got some ideas, I got some things, I got the energy, I survived. But you get this resentment that if you feel good about something that you did with your life, there's a, the, 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 these brothers that come and drop these comments. I went back and forth with this one dude in TikTok and he was just, yeah, well you, you this, you ran, you a punk. You so. I said, wait a second, number one, where is the fight? Or we know where the fighters who have a higher mind. But these jokers, like, because he may feel, it's the same thing I used to see inmates do, and I'm not throwing off on everybody who was locked up, but whenever somebody was getting ready to leave, like, the secret is when you're locked up and you tell somebody, oh man, how, how long you in here for? You don't really say how long you're in, double it. Double it. Double it. Because when people get attached to you or around you, the very guys that were cool with you, they will get a little upset when they see you leaving because they know that there are women out there. There's good food out there. There's good motivation out there. There's a chance, a second chance that you're having. So a lot of times what they'll do is they'll try to pick a fight with you if they know you're getting out. If they know you're getting out, in a month, they're going to formulate some kind of way. Brothers like this who have that resentment for progress that you make. And like I say, that's the poison that keeps us back. And so they'll find some way to start something, to get you in a fight, to get you in a hole, to get you to get more time. And they'll laugh about it. Because they might have felt, well, you told me eight years and I found out you get out in two weeks. And they, 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 they're mad that they're there. So they want to mess up your chances. So I get a lot of that online, not as public, several on TikTok and always on other platforms, but not as they, they always find a way to come and email you something or, or, or text you something or even call you and sound positive and try to swing it around to take the victory, the sweetness of the victory that you've achieved because their resentment. And they could have, have had achieved something also, maybe by world standards greater than what you did. But that's the crab and the barrel mentality that many of us still have. 
Oh yeah, I'm way up on rung 100 of the ladder and he's on 15. Let me kick him down. Why? When I get to a certain point, I'm trying to pull people up. If you got a business or something you want to promote, call me. I'll put you on. And then when you display that kind of trait, huh, he think you're all that because he think, no, I'm a little guy on social media, but I've been around longer than most. And I may not be a, as much as of a little guy, but I don't care. I'm doing my passion, living my life. Why should that be something to ignite and envy in somebody? Because you know what? If you are that way, I'm going to tell you straight up, I don't give a damn. It doesn't change nothing for me. You know, there was, a, there was a situation where I was doing a live stream on the phone and this fat joker came out of his house and put his generator on and he's looking, looking at me. I know what that is. I, I know exactly what that is. But see, when people do these things and show who they are, they show the voids and the emptiness and the lack of desire to go after something. I'm too busy looking at something ahead of me and focusing on that to get it every second, every minute. And the only reason why, like I said on social media in the last week and the next few weeks, things may be a little shaky as far as like, oh, he didn't do as much is because I'm finishing his house up. That's what it is. I, I like to say project. I don't want to say what it is. Like that's what, you know, because some people are mad at that. Oh, you think you all that? So, so what you want me to do? If I can find a way to move myself ahead in a position that I wouldn't be in, where I was, what's wrong with that? Maybe if you have something that you want to do in your mind, maybe I can help you brainstorm it. I'm not going to discourage you. If you say you want to accomplish something, you say, last man, I need your advice. Come, let's talk a little bit. You know what I mean? Um, I'll sincerely do it. Sincerely, not, not to drop some seeds of doubt or come at you and attack you personally. I know I'm 60 years old, but you can't stop me from being confident. It's the way I was wired. I don't know anything else. There's things I didn't achieve, but there's things I have achieved in this life at a young age that reinforce that if I have a plan and I work toward the plan, I'm going to get it. So moving toward it, you know, oh, Lance, you messed up to the, no, yeah, okay, maybe it appears that way, but it's a learning experience and I'm going to get there and I'm still here and some of y'all know what I went through when we came out here, what Mrs. Scurve went through. But so, so this time for us is a very victorious time when folks said, oh, you can't do that. Oh, and I'm in a circle. Oh, they're going to end up running back to me. I ain't got no money for that. How do you know what we have? It may not be as much as what you have, but we'll take that little bit and make something out of it. And so as we move to the finish line and see that light at the, at the end of the tunnel, it makes me run stronger, makes me run stronger. I don't have to say anything to anybody because we're walking testimonies because of that, because of that battle, not because of the actual item. I've always lived that way, yeah? So it's, it's nothing to me except achievement, but I know I have that in me. I mean, look, we have a lot of brothers. It just popped up in my head. Look at Arnold Schwarzenegger. Now, we know he, I know he did a lot of dirt to get where he is, right? 
But even with the dirt that he did to get ahead, he came here not knowing English and laid bricks and wanted to be a bodybuilder and it would be better to train out in California, Muscle Beach. And he dreamed about that and came out here and didn't have much. And him and Franco Colombo worked years, learned English, kept training. Of course he used steroids, I understand that. But even when you use all the steroids out in the world, I've never done them, but all the steroids out in the world, taking steroids doesn't make you a champion. You still gotta work hard, you still gotta watch what you eat, or I'm, I'm, I'm not in favor of it. I'm just saying, a lot of people, oh man, they just took them steroids. No, because look how much, many people are taking them and how few are at the top of that sport, right? So it doesn't make you anything. If you lazy, you lazy. There is no pill that's gonna make you some champion or whatever to have that sustained aggression. Sustained. Because so many people start the race and they peter out because they get discouraged. And usually those are the ones who get that resentment because they're really mad at themselves. When they look at you and see what you are doing and it shines a light and they hate it and they off to the side peeping at you in the window peeping out at you trying to overhear stuff trying to drop a word against you so everybody will come against you. Well, I'm not an everybody kind of person. I am here online with the people that we meet and the family that we have, but I'm not, but please be my friend out in the street. I can lock up and do what I do all day long. That's what I do. The folks didn't count on that. You can't isolate me from myself. I have an inner universe that I refer to and ideas that flow through my head and I share it with the world on multiple platforms, meaning not just social media, but multiple things. There's things I wanna try that I never did before. Are oh, you too old, why? I'm here, dude the other day, 23 years, 23 years old we know him, gone. So what is old? My spirit is light, and now that I got so many people that have those resentments away from me, or I isolate them away from me, I do not talk to these people. I don't want any exchange with these people because they know, and I know, that they have this negativity about them and this resentment. And never be afraid to shine. Let the shine that you have be their ass whipping. Let's just be real and talk street. You're not showing off for them, but you're not going to not flap your wings as wide as you need to to levitate higher. Oh, I can't fly too high because they resent me and, I, and they ain't going to I'm not trying to be liked. I got seeds of greatness inside of me that you have inside of you. So how dare you worry about me when you got stuff in Look, that's your sin. Because you're going to have to deal with your creator, accountability, no matter what religion you claim, it's one truth. And you get to a certain point where you transition and you got all these seeds of greatness inside of you. Maybe it's not for you to use all of them. We all have things thrown at us in life, thrown at us in life. But let's say you lived your whole life resentful toward this one and they were doing their thing and, and you, you sat here? We got family members like that? We got neighbors like that? Their Venetian blinds are broken? 
because they're so busy peeping out. Oh, you got a brand new car. Oh, your house is bigger than mine. Oh, 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 you more famous than me. Who cares? We all inhale through our nostril, our mouth to breathe. We all eat through this mouth and a few other things we ain't supposed to be doing that feel good. There's one part place where it comes out of. What's the difference? We all have challenges. Why are some of us as black men, and again, there's some women in there too now. I wanted to focus on this though, because we are the builders. We are the protectors. We are the ones who are supposed to go out in that world and knock it out. Not that women are, are less than us, but, but if something goes down, don't you want a man to come and protect you? Oh, you got your pistol, you got your blade, I understand that. But something really go down. We fight in a war or, or something's happening to you. You want a brother or a couple of them to come and save you. So I'm not knocking our sisters. Our sisters are there to, to, to back us up, to soothe us, to be builders also in their own way. It's just that this society has screwed us all up. And we got so, and like I said before, the B word. It's not about women. You got these old men, what you mean? The way you run your mouth as a male? I don't even say a man. Because you, you, we got a lot of black male bitches out here, let me say it. Black male bitches. They symbolically have a bigger cup size of titty than they woman or they wife. And they can't wait to go around and you see him at gatherings and they sit, there he go, there he go. Yeah, mm-hmm, that's him. So, him what? And some of you all listening to this know who I'm talking about. And you're gonna feel bad when you see me and I pass you on the street. Because if you step to me, I got anything for you from A to Z. You can't whip me mentally, you can't whip me spiritually, and you damn sure can't whip me physically. So pick your beat down, pick your dirt nap, or just sit down and be the male bitch that you are and sit off on the side. You should be building. We all as black men should be working together. How is it that all these other races who, the men sometimes have problems. You know how is it to say the white men do? Hey, Bill, you know, I think you're a prick. You've been trying to screw my wife, and I think you got through. But you know what? Forget that. We got a chance to make billions here if we work together. And they'll do that. And after we're done, you stay away from me, you cocksucker. That's how they talk. But little things perception-wise because of what's inside of you as far as the insecurity. And you mad because you insecure because you didn't do what this one did and you didn't do what that one did. Or you mad because of this person's upbringing that they, that, look, I love my childhood. I mentally go back into my childhood to refresh and recuperate from the challenges of the day sometime. When I'm here working, I play my old music from the 70s and the 60s and sometimes maybe the early 80s, 80s but down in the 70s when I was a young teenager, what I turned, I turned uh, 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 13 in 1976. So I was right all in there. All my changes were right in there. A wonderful time for me. 
All of my friends that grew up in, the, in that period who are still alive right now. We just get on the phone and we're not just living in the past. But it's like we're back in that time and we can face the world now with a renewed strength because we had a chance to come back home. This way, when you talk to somebody and you start talking about things you reminisce on, it brings a glow to your heart. But see, my thing also on top of that, I want to bring a glow to your heart in the present time. Why can't we make the present time that way? But these black men that have, or not even men, but males, standard equipment, they have a penis, but it doesn't make them a man this way or a man in their heart. But these black males are, are more preoccupied with watching you and being resentful of you. What kind of pissing contest we're supposed to be on the same team? One is fashioned and packaged a certain way to reach certain people. There's certain people that I can't reach. I can talk my ears off all day long. They just, no, we, 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 don't, we don't feel him. It's okay. But maybe you're fashioned a little better than I am for that purpose. All the tools in the toolbox don't look the same. We'd be going to a job site, construction site, like a damn fool, looking like a fool. If we opened up the toolbox box and it was nothing but screwdrivers, nothing but wrenches, right? <laughs> nothing but hammers. We all are going to be different. We're all made a different way. If you're different than me in a certain way and can reach a certain place, that, that me, that's good for me because we're supposed to be on the same team. If I can do something you can't do or may not be talented enough at that time, which you can do anything you want, but why would I now get an injury to my leg or get a disease or say, you know, I need to go to, I need to, I need to become a doctor now to just take care of myself. That'd be a waste of time. I'm 60 years old. I'm going to go, look, that ailment that I had may wipe me out. Let me go to the person who studied and that's their area of expertise. And we work together. That's the beauty of it. But we don't, so we never get to a certain point. A lot of our parents, well, you know, I got mine. You got to go out and get yours. So now you starting all over again in the world. And many have achieved, yes. But this world is very, very challenging, especially when you don't have your head on straight. And I find a lot of these black males that have this kind of resentment, <sighs> hate to say it, they old heads like me. Been around the block a couple times, know a little bit about life, but they still choose to be resentful. Resent, I'm making up words now. I'm getting tired. Resentful because of the past insecurities that still dwell within them. You say, yes, you can do something. They take that as an insult. This is why I don't even want to converse with these types. I'm better than no one. But let me talk with somebody who's on a positive wavelength, not just talking it with plagiarized words. Anybody can go on YouTube now and, and catch some cool phrases and repeat it on a video or in real life and sound so spiritual, sound so in tune, sound so deep. Oh, that's so deep. They don't even know how to have a full conversation without going back and trying to catch, capture somebody else's words. It's crazy. And everybody wants to be at the podium. Everybody else wants to be at the, look, YouTube messed a lot of us up. 
because some of us don't even deserve to touch a microphone. Even if they can talk well, a lot of them don't even have the experience. It's an ego thing. I can, I can be a hermit, just draw pictures and be cool. I did it for years before a camera ever saw me, y'all. That's my pedigree, so you can't take that away from me and lump me up with all these other people. Don't even know what they gotta say. That's why I can come on here in the middle of the night tired after being up all day. I look tired, I know I'm all sweaty and whatnot. Got my rag here, wipe my face. It doesn't change nothing. But everything I do comes from the inside. There's no script. I just said, I'm going to talk about this and let's roll with it. Let's click the buttons. Like I said, I don't, you don't see a chat room right now because I have to fix that part of it. And I'm sorry about that because that makes the whole presentation nice. You can just look at it instead of going in the chat room or whatever and missing some parts of it, right? So I was working on that tonight, but I said, you know what? Let me go on anyway, even if it doesn't work. You know what I mean? Even if there's a little dent in the brand new car, I'm still going to drive it. Even, even if I didn't pay my bill and, and I got the money, but the light company don't open up till eight in the morning, so I'm gonna sit here in darkness and enjoy myself until I pay that bill. You take what you got to get more. You're never gonna get anywhere watching somebody, being envious of them, be motivated by them, flip the coin. Like I said, motivation is a flip side of envy. Well, that's what my father taught me, right? So if you're not motivated, doesn't mean you're trying to copy somebody. I love to motivate people because your motivation comes back to, to pay me something back as motivation. If I light your candle and you chilling in life, going towards something with your candle lit, but mine blows out because of a catastrophe or I lost a loved one or uh, something happened, I'm discouraged, and you come by and light my candle. That's the, we, we don't own the flames. We don't own it. But we try to hold on to it. Like we created this thing. Spread your light. Because you're sitting there because of incident. De deal with the trauma. Deal with what happened in the past with you, man. I'm supposed to be at my peak right now. No, no, not, not 35 and 40, no. I'm supposed to be at my peak right now. So for as far as I'm concerned, 80 is kind of like the leveling off. The next 20 years are like this. What am I doing slowing down? Well, you know, I'm 60 years old now. I need to sit down. No, I need to sit down nowhere. The best CEOs in the world are in their 90s. 92 and 93, you don't know who they are because they're not famous out there but they're so used to being that in the world, their minds are sharp. You can't tell them to go and go into the Olympics or, or be a boxer and fight down Mike Tyson, no. But their minds, they know the markets, they know how business goes, and you sit with them, and some of them are so filthy, rich and wealthy, but you'll never know it, because it's not about that for them, it's the process. I can just go on the other programs looking like everybody else because I don't like looking like everybody else. I said, let me go back, and I'll still do those every now and then, but let me go back to where I can customize everything. I'll give up this night of sleep, and I got work to do tomorrow. I got physical work to do tomorrow. You'll see, when I'm up on that hill, I'm gonna take a break, I'm gonna do a stream right off the balcony. And what time is it now? 419. But I'm in the present also, so whenever you're called to do something or you're inspired to do something at that moment, you do it. I wake up feeling good. Yeah, man. I got this thing out my heart. Something else hits me. And that's why certain things will keep coming, keep coming. Lance, how come you get all these ideas? Because I use it. I utilize it. 
Banks love to give you money when you utilize it and, 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 and get some profit off of it and can pay that loan off quick. Next time you need a loan, yeah, sure. We shouldn't need banks and should be, you know, because we know banks could be crooks, but a symbolic thing of what I'm talking about. You take a parent, they got 10 kids. Five of the kids just want to hang out, go to the club, smoke weed, drink, and eat bad food. The other five are planning on something. So where do you think that father is going to put the, the five children, he's going, well, take this because they got good ideas, but I'm just doing this to encourage you. No, you're going to make everybody in the neighborhood rich because they're going to spend that money. Invest in the good. That's the problem. A lot of us don't think that we're good enough and we don't invest in ourselves. You're not discouraging me on anything. I have enough friends and I've lost enough friends, a few of them I know are looking now, that have always been around me to try to discourage me. Like, why me, man? I'm trying to be cool with you. I'm trying to be good to you as a friend. And they see your light and they don't like it. People that are up, 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 up under you for years on this platform and they're gone. All the while, you can take pictures of them, Photoshop the pimples out, get in the platform, give them the big ups, keep the camera on them. But they don't like you. Because you don't have that ego that they have. I'm not no narcissist, y'all. I don't have that kind of ego. I have enough ego. No, I have a powerful ego, but it's in balance with my drive. It's in balance with my, with my passion. How dare I take a truck engine and put it on a Toyota Yaris? The Yaris can't handle it. But when the creator sees that you can handle it, because you've worked on those attributes that he planted inside of you and he sees that you're striving, he's going to bless you with more out of nowhere. The times when you see like, man, I, I, it seems like I'm not going to get there, but I know somebody will be inspired to help and that's going to make me take my flame and not only give it back to them tenfold, a hundredfold, but to share it with the people who are worth investing in. It's a crime to invest in somebody who's a damn do-nothing. And don't feel guilty when you get those blessings. I know blessing sounds like a church of fire thing, but that's what it is, because you call down for that. Just like they say in African culture, wherever, whatever country it may be, there's a way that you move your body and move your body when there's a drought. You move your body and it's called the African rain dance. And something in the sky is feeling the energy of what you're doing and you're talking to the heavens, you're talking to the creator in a physical way. We need this water and all of a sudden here comes this rain. Not just for you to go around and get wet and just wash up in but to feed those crops that's gonna feed the kids and feed the whole nation. You don't need no damn GMO foods. Don't need no damn Bill Gates to come around and tell you, you need this, you need that, something that's not even gonna feed you. Of course fruits spoil after a, a couple of days. It's supposed to. You're supposed to pick it when you're ready to eat it. The best way to eat is not even pick it, just eat it when it's on the, on, attached to the stem, on the branch. You get that real life force. When you pick it, you better eat it quick to get the full benefit. But they don't want you knowing those things. See, so us as black males and black men, we still have to be able to say, okay, I forgive you. If you're going to act like a man now, have you taken care of that 
trauma? Have you taken care of the, that, that mental illness, that envy that you have inside of you? Because I cannot deal with that. I can't. And if I ever see that inside of me, I'm going to pull myself away for a long time and try to heal myself. Because that's sick. We got enough problems and challenges in our life. For us to have to deal with the infighting and the funny words and, and, and just the antics and, and all these things from these people. No, I'm going to rope a dope all of you. I don't want to see none of y'all. If you get near me, I'm going to take a shot at one of y'all. This is how serious I am about the rest of my life. Some people have no sense of urgency. People are, oh, you're going to die anyway. I don't want to leave a legacy of, of, of nothing. It's not about ego. It's an energy thing. Because like I said, this is a placement exam for eternity. This is an assessment exam. These little years you live. And that's what I said, little years. There's been so much going on before we got to this level. There's going to be so much going on after we leave this level. And you cooped up in the house, peeping out your window, mad at the dude next door. <laughs> Wasting your time, resenting me. I ain't got no time for it. Like Flavor Flav said, I can't do nothing for you, man. <laughs> you jump from the jelly into the jam. Serious. And when you see people like this, I don't care how much they say, oh, you think you better. Well, I don't think I'm better made or better than anybody, but I think that I'm trying to be better. How about that? So you say, oh, I think I'm better. So I'm supposed to say, okay, my plans for the day, I'm just going to throw them down. <laughs> I had planned on doing this. I'm going to just throw it down and just sit here with you in the mud hole. No, see, I proved it to you. I don't think I'm better. I didn't do nothing. I didn't, I didn't do nothing positive today. Uh, so, so can you be my friend? Because now I'm trying to break myself down to be like you. Hell yeah, my decisions are better. If what you plan on doing or what you do doesn't make you better incrementally each and every day, you're not doing what you're supposed to do. If you don't know, I can't blame you for not trying to strive for something, but sit your ass down away from all the negativity and try to figure it out. How about that? Try to figure it out. You don't know where you're going and, you know, make a direction. Do you know where you're going to? <laughs> it, it, it's, it's always a next level. You should be excited instead of being resentful. I've had so, man, this last week, I'm like, what is this? These folks trying to dump their resentment, little comments, little people you know, people you don't know. It fires me up. Makes me want to take a righteous swing. I don't mean just busting somebody's jaw. I can still do that. I can get mine busted too. But it won't be for me being resentful on nobody or trying to bring anybody down. Anybody who talks to me, I'm trying to encourage them. But when you start coming at me now, in a way where you try to drop seeds around me and go behind my back and say, no, I'm cutting you. I don't care to see you no more. I won't think about you. I'll remember you, but I'm not sitting here, I wonder what's happening so and so. Because look, every single day I don't really miss. I'm doing something. And the most of it has been unknown what you don't see, but now you see it. That ain't easy. That is not easy. So this is just pretty much what I wanted to drop. I wanted to make sure that this new program is working. The only thing that's not working is the chat room. 
it's working. I just have to look at more tutorials, and that's like, and it's always when you look into these tutorials, half these guys are Indian, Indian dudes. So you, so so I'm not making fun. I know a lot of Indian guys who are fans and whatnot, but <laughs> I can't follow them, and they move it quick. Like what? Whoa, whoa, whoa! Slow down. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Thank you, Gifty. Thank you, Gifty. You know, yeah, yeah. But look, it's because they see your light. And you all know, you out in the woods or somewhere, suburbia, whatever, you got a big floodlight in your backyard, right? And it gets dark. Maybe your, your garbage is kind of back there. You got to take your garbage out, like toward the back, right? And you look and you see all these things flying around, flying around big. I mean, things, I mean, there was something out there flying the other day, the size of my headphones. I'm like, what the hell is that? <laughs> I mean, there was a bug in here that looked like a, some kind of spaceship, the way it was made. And I tried to, I was getting it. And brrr, flew away from me looking at me. I'm like, oh, man. <sighs> but when you have light, you attract The darkness, because see, the darkness wants to try to snuff out your light, which is impossible. And you'll see, just like you see the different types of moths and bugs and insects and things flying around, making weird noises around your head. You don't see these things in the daytime. When these entities see your light, you see things in them that you never saw before. You see expressions on their face that you never saw before. The, the, you catch them looking at you a certain way and they quickly change back their face, but you caught that expression and you're like, whoa, that was not good. I forgot how many tens of thousands of expressions that we can make with our face that mean different things. And when we are little babies and our mothers or caretakers, when they would look at us a certain way, we would download this thing we understood what the faces and expressions meant but as we get older and people play games and they're smiling but they're gritting their teeth they're not really smiling they're not feeling good for you but you take it as a smile but the energy coming at you is negative so you just digested enough negative energy just because they say the same words or the good words to you they can say good morning to you in two different ways. Good morning, how are you doing? It's good to see you. Did you have a, a nice night last night? I'm glad. Well, work should be easy today because whatever you need help in, I'm going, that's the nice way. Good morning. Good morning. They might as well say good morning to Emma Effa. <laughs> you know what I mean? They might as well say that. Because you can feel their spirit. And there are people that they assume, they don't assume, they see it. They see your light. Because like I said, you take any demon, let's just say anybody dealing drugs, I'm not saying they're all demons because they're maybe on a journey to be better off eventually. Hopefully they get out of that lifestyle. But you need spiritual discernment even when you're on the corner hustling you see a car pull up and it's a face you don't know and they trying to cop from you and if you greedy and don't listen to your discernment that you don't know this person 
Well, how you know? You be dressed on your... No, we all know this. I've known people who do this close to me. I know the ropes. I know how it's done. I've never done that stuff. I've seen dudes cook up crack. I'm like, I'm standing in the door, man. They try to raid this place. I ain't got nothing to do with this. They say, nah, man, I don't sell. I ain't got what you, what you trying to say. I'm selling drugs out here. Man, get out of my face. And you find out half a mile down the road that I'm busted up the next neighborhood of guys out there. Same guys. So when you have people that have that negative, resentful feeling towards you, you have to have that discernment behind the smiles. You have to feel them. And we have a lot of men that are resentful of our sisters. I wanted to really just rant on this for three hours, but I'm going to go to bed soon, y'all. Right? And they see them trying to do well, and these guys may not have done as well or gave up trying and some of us are broken and I, my heart goes out to those brothers that are broken for a time but you have some who just want to jump start and, and get where they think they should be by finding a woman that has accomplished something as though that's going to make him accomplish but he can piggyback off of her and use her and if he can't do that he's resentful of you how many times we've heard it on the corner, hey girl, you're looking fine. Damn girl, you look so fine, you're so nice, you know what I'm saying? And well, can I talk to you? Well, I'm on my way to work, boo. Oh yeah, but can I get your number? No, 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 no. You damn bitch. You ain't shit to me, the only way you can suck my See? See, when you don't give in, things change. If you don't give up your, your drive for the goal that's a threat to the person who don't like themselves anyway they don't like themselves they know they ain't accomplishing nothing they know they're dead they're taking up uh, dead space dead weight they ain't mad at you they see you go to work every day and on that Friday or that last day whatever it may be because we all have different working schedules they come in, hey, hey, uh, can you spare? What up, what up? I didn't see you strive toward anything. Whatever I have, I do share if I see. I'll give us a little bit. And if I don't have something like that, let me encourage you. Maybe I can break bread with you. I've done so many things above and beyond. I'm not going to pat myself on the shoulder. You'll see in that time of judgment, whatever way it's set up. Like, damn, Lance, you did a lot of dirt with them girls when you was younger, but... You did end up being a good guy, but your parents helped you out with that. Because see, I had a praying mother. My father, you know, he was a good guy and everything, but I had a mother who I know kept me from, you know, certain things dodged me. That never touched me. I'm still amazed today that I'm alive. I ain't never caught a venereal disease, STD, nothing. That's like going out in the rain in a hurricane, running across the street, touching the house across the street, running back, and I ain't got no drops of water on me. So that alone gives me the confidence to know that I'm here for a reason, that I've been preserved for a reason. And if you don't know that, you better know. Because I've seen and done some things, and I should not be here under normal circumstances. So this is why you cannot break my spirit. Those who try to break my spirit, I will steamroll you. Just don't take my kindness for weakness. Because I'm thugged out on positivity. 
I'm thugged out on positivity. You hear me? As tired as I am, when I feel that thing inside of me to speak and say what I have to say, I'm going to do it. And sometimes I just sit down and shut up and uh, absorb. The car you see driving all them 100 miles through different states, they took time to fuel up. And then if, if they're smart, they don't wait till they get down to an empty tank. You say, listen, I got half a tank. We ain't letting it go down to a quarter tank. We're going to fill this thing up now. So when people come to me and drop a good word or send me a good video or something to absorb, I sit down and I honor that. Even if it's something that I've seen before, I still in the spirit of them giving me like, let me look at this thing. Let me see where they're coming from giving me this thing. What maybe I'm supposed to extract that I didn't before. You go to a restaurant, you say you don't like nothing on the menu and you refer, I don't like that. Right? I, they might have added something new on the menu and you didn't know. So we've got to keep our minds open because the resentment that many of us have toward each other, it corrodes us on the inside. It, it spoils us on the inside. It, 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 it's like a clogged artery getting smaller and smaller and your heart's got to pump the blood even more and then you have a heart attack. And lots of times that resentment will bring you physical issues. Just like they say with, um, oh, there's some water over there. I need some water. <laughs> right in my mouth. <laughs> yeah. It, it brings those physical ailments. Because I'm not going to say these African doctors who go to the UK and go to America to get taught there and learn Western medicine to bring it back that they know but any good healer from back in the day, I'll just say it like that from back in the day. I don't know. I'm not well researching these things, but y'all know it too. You know, I'm about to tell you the truth. That they know that when you are physically sick, there's something else on an emotional level or mental level or spiritual level that is also off. You see? Also off. If all the legs of the tripod are extended out to different lengths, you could never have it stand proper. And if it stood proper with those crooked legs with different links, that means the ground was not flat. So a lot of us come up in certain situations where the ground is not flat and just. So we've had to adapt the legs on our tripod in an uneven way just to stand straight. And then we come to a straight situation where, 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 where there's fairness, where there's love, where there's togetherness, and, and we have to readjust the legs of that tripod to stand straight righteously. And then we realize if we're smart enough that we came from a very dysfunctional situation and that's why our legs were extended in different amounts. You see? Like I use, always use the analogy about the dog who had his leg run over by a truck and he limped and it hurt for a long time and it healed wrong. And so now when he's getting it broken, he has a new owner. Animals should be free. I hate to say the word owner, but that's just the way it is. They have to look at that leg and break it a certain way. And maybe they give that dog something to not feel the pain. But in healing up, he's going to feel the pain and wonder why did this doctor break my leg? But then you realize the doctor did a favor for you because now you're walking normal. 
you're walking in line, you could run, you could jump the way that you used to and you forgot. So for the black males that are resentful on other black men who are achieving things or happy in their space, it doesn't mean you have to go out, I'm, I should go out now and make all the money. But why are you gonna do that? You're not right with yourself. Or you work hard to hide what's on the inside and it's harder to work on those things to hide them than just being cool with it to the point where you say, okay, I can face it. Let's extract this stuff out of me. Emotional and spiritual cancers. Resentment is poison. It's poison. Like you can drink poison, that's an emotional poison that's more real to you now when you are resentful than the poison you can drink. To me, maybe I'm wrong for saying this, but you give me an absolutely positive person living clean and has a good heart toward everybody or most people because even when you have a good heart toward most people you're not going to risk your positive flow and momentum for these deadbeats okay so they're not going to like you because you're going to not let them in your world so that's the exception but you take another person right who's already resentful and you being the good person they give you a small flask of poison your body's clean, your mind is clean, your spirit's clean, and they say, take this, put you at gunpoint, and you know it's poison, and you drink it anyway. You may feel down the next day, but it's not gonna kill you because of the other attributes that you have that are so ascended and so light and so good and so necessary to this shark-infested world. The other person, they don't need to take the poison. They're the ones that's eventually going to get sick real bad because of what they're manifesting and poisoning the world with around them. And it always has to be where they're on top. And anybody who has their own thing they're doing, they're either going to try to discourage you and speak death into that thing. Now they got to hide their head and, oh my God, what I spoke, now I look stupid. The people they ran out to to say bad things about you, now they're going to look stupid. Hey, man, what happened? I thought, you know, I thought he wasn't sugar honey iced tea. Or rather, I didn't think he was shit. Homeboy doing good. You said he was going to stop doing what he's doing and he's no good. Well, what happened to you? He ain't missed a day. See, so you don't have to bother with these people because your very shine defeats them. It defeats them. Their hearts start beating when they see you because they wrote you off for dead and you still here. They spoke so much death into your life that you didn't even know about. You didn't even know about. They see people that are like you that may eventually wanna get with you for righteous reasons, but you don't know them yet and it's way off and so they speaking negativity against you so you never connect and do something great. Just shine, that's all. Do what you do and shine, one step at a time. Do what you do and shine, one step at a time. Every step will be like a body blow to these jokers because you're moving beyond the limitations that they thought that they can put on you. How dare you think you can limit someone who the creator has a plan for a plan far greater than your lazy ass could see 
and you think you bad enough to stop that kind of momentum, even if the person falls and gets up and you laughing, ha, 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 ha. And years from that point, when they're still ascending and still rising, they don't have nothing to say. The resentment just eats them up even more. Like these brothers were telling me about me running from America. Running? I never ran from a fight. There are fights that I thought I was going to lose. I ended up winning. I ain't run. I looked it dead in the eye. I said, okay, if I'm to get beat, I can physically get beat. But guess what? You're not going to beat my spirit. And my spirit is going to be the reason why I'm standing over you. So let's gamble. Let's do this. Let's do it. If this is what you want to do, let's do it. But I'm not going to be afra afraid of what? And I got the biggest, baddest entity who created the whole universe behind me, and I'm going to be scared of you. You're going to have to take a dump in two hours, take a leak another hour. You're going to have to sleep. You're going to stay up for no five days. You're human like me. But if you want to come and get in the way of my righteous momentum, do so, and you'll get steamrolled some way, somehow. And we got to think this way. We can't cower from these resentful entities. There was a dude I remember. It was back in 81. Late 80, 1980, 81. And I used to have to walk past his house to get to the gym. And I wasn't one who wore the tight stuff and walked around. I did that when I was 15, 16. To, when I started competing, I was like, that's childish. You know, and so he knew what I was built like because there was a local gym that he used to see me in their training. And so late 81, I wasn't training at the local gym. I used to have to walk way down Liberty Avenue to get to Leverage Boulevard to the A train, transfer uh, uh, Broadway East New York, Broadway Junction, take the double L and go into uh, on Myrtle Avenue. It was right back in Queens, like a block over, but it was basically Brooklyn. And so on that long trek, I used to have these headphones. Can't remember what the name was. It was before, really at the time the Sony Walkman came out a little before, but it was a Japanese thing, right? They always whipping us with stuff, right? And these things were loud, so I didn't hear anything. Heard the music, I'm bumping the music, I'm walking, I'm full of good carbohydrates, protein, good foods, essential fats, rested, strong and aggressive. And he would always come out in his little tank top, he did a few push-ups to pump up his little chest. <laughs> Meanwhile, my chest was a beast, my shoulders, everything, but they were covered up. But he would always come out and looking for me and walk around. I'm like, what is wrong with this joker? I say, how you doing, man? And he'd look at me all puffed up. If you want to do the same thing I do, you can do it. There's a gym right there. You can go do it. But evidently, I see you late at night coming back drinking and all this other smoking or whatever. You don't have no discipline. Don't be mad at my discipline. Don't be mad at my ability to be long-suffering for a goal. Many of us are too much into the feel-good thing. Man, I can't do that, man. Well, then don't look for the, for, for, for the results that I get. It's not a competition. We all are put here to do something, whether it's seen or not seen. Most people want to do the thing that puts their names up in lights. 
But they don't want to be like those little gears behind the faceplate of an expensive watch. Those little gears get no credit. It's always the hour hand, the second hand, the minute hand, the gold leafing on it. Oh, it's such a fine timepiece, and it keeps great time. Why? Because how pretty the front looks? No, it's what's behind that you don't see. So when you see human beings, realize there's something that's behind them or in them that you just don't see. Now, it remains to be seen what's inside, but it will manifest itself after a while. Many jobs I've been on. They always underestimate a big, strong black buck. Look at them. We're going to put them over here in this department and have them lift the boxes and do whatever. I remember I worked at Home Depot when I first came to New York City years ago. This was the second time out because I went to drive. Business dried up. So I came back and worked a little bit. And um, I went and, and there's a gay guy that worked in the And after this, I'm going to get ready to go. There's a gay guy that worked in the um, kitchen design department. I've told this story before. But he was sick, had a real bad flu. He was out for a couple days. So there was a lady who came to me who asked me, she said, well, where is this guy? I heard how good he is. I said, yeah, he's very good. He's not around, you know, he's sick right now. I don't know when he's gonna come back. So she says, well, I'm trying to get, these, get this design going. I got six by six, uh, 12 by six, and what was the other measurement? another rectangular measurement. And she says, I know he would be able to arrange this for me the way I want. So she had all the line paper and everything. She said, would you know a little bit about that? I said, well, let's try. So I sketched out with the, with the lines and did different designs. Here's, okay, here's one arrangement. I did another one. Each one took me like about three minutes just to have a, you know, did another one. Did a, and she went, oh my God. Oh my God, this is so good. This, why aren't you working over there? I said, well, um, they have me over here right now. I knew what the reason was. They didn't want to hear anything intelligent from me. I got in trouble for helping that lady. They wrote me up. You shouldn't be interfering in the affairs of that next department over there. Anybody else do it, it's okay. But me, because she gave compliments up to the home office and all of this stuff, she didn't even have to come back to the dude. She gave me all this honor and they didn't like it. Because see, when they set their limitations on who they are, who you are, and they don't know what's on the inside of you and, and, and you show them up and I wasn't trying to show them up. I wasn't even mad at the white lady. She's a little white lady. I'm not mad at people just because of the color of their skin. I know their history. I know how they are. I know their nature. I know how it is when they draw the line, whose side they go, I'm cool with that. Because just know where I'm gonna be too. Right? I'm going to draw myself, but I'm not inhumane. But if you cross me, I could be the worst pit bull. Right? I couldn't believe that, but I knew it. I was groomed. My, my parents taught me how the world is. That's why I'm so far ahead of the curve, because I already know. I'm not, oh, oh, oh they trying to fire me because so-and-so. <laughs> yes, yes. It's, it's just so good being able to talk. I didn't know I was going to talk this long. I don't even know how long I was on. Let me see here for a second. If it says, ah, oh, they say started an hour ago. I, I don't even know when I started, right? Let me go back to this too. Because this chat room in front of me is not working. So, live chat has moved. Why do they do that? Gifty, I see you doing your thing in the chat room. I love to see that. And there, there are 23, 22 other people. And give or take, because you never know it, probably um, 
you know, doesn't read right. Probably have a lot more in here, right? But anyway, I got to get back with this program. I got to have this thing working because I can do the custom. I just threw this down with, with everything and left the cut out and put that up. You know, put that up to advertisement on an envy and everything and leave that space. I got to find how to get that chat. It's in there, but it's got to lay on top and I can't get it to lay on top. That'd be wonderful. When people look at the show, they can see the chat. It makes it, people want to fire up on the chat more because you don't have to do anything to get to see it, you know? But I'm a little beat. I'm just so glad to fellowship with my, my family here. And um, I'm asleep till I wake up. I'm not going to go up on the hill as early as Mr. Scurve, but I'm going to get my sleep and then go up and um, come on back tomorrow night and we have some fun and we do some things. I'm supposed to do this show um, from last week with uh, the wife slash woman, whatever it may be, but they're in a relationship uh, with Dr. Kang. And you know what happened with him. She's supposed to come on with other victims uh, today. I promised it last week, but she told me she's going to be better next week. I said, okay, let's see. I'm, I'm going to call her in the morning, or maybe in the afternoon, because she's in Texas. And that's what? That's a, that's a five-hour difference. So if I call her 3 o'clock, it'll be 10 o'clock for her. And... If she wants to do it late, that means I'm going to be up to this time. But that's something worthy. And she, she needs to get that story out because there's a lot of falsehoods, a lot of lies that people believe in. And I was duped. I didn't know. I'm promoting the brother. But I don't condone that. And I knew the inner workings of everything that was going on, but I was told not to reveal anything. So I kept everything as is. Even the videos, I still have them up because we can use those as tools to get the word out. We put this link inside that chat room because we don't say, man, we're, this is a good guy. What, I'm not sure. Not, you do stuff like that and it's proven. I can't mess with you. Because I, I put my seal of approval 110% behind this brother and it hurt. So that's why I got to vet people more now. You know, because if I was into something like that, I would just stop doing what I'm doing online. I can't, I can't live no double life like that. I can't. I can't. What, what's the point? You fooling them one way, you luring them in with some pseudo goodness, some fake goodness, and you using that position to rape them. Hold them down and rape, what the hell? And your woman have an open relationship with you and you can be with anybody you cho choose if she approves? I peeped that, I already knew, being around them. I know about that lifestyle. So you gonna still do that? Not good, not good at all. Not good at all. So I'm in a different program, so how do I do this, right? Okay, no, I know what I'm doing here. I just have to find the right button to say auto stop. So I'm gonna just end it like this. I don't have the fancy stuff. I do have some things I can put out. I don't know if it'll work. <laughs> I don't know if it'll work right now. This is like a mechanic who's halfway through working on the vehicle. But he has to take it another test run because the owner wants to see it. Say, like, listen, it's not finished yet. So I kind of came out here a little early. I'll go back to the other program for tomorrow night and stuff like that. But I just want to say I love you all and thank you so much just from just for being here. Thank you, Gifty. Thank you, Balance. Thank you, Indigo King. And let me see who else was here. Balance, like I said. Um, Prophet Amon. Yes. Ray of Sunshine. Thank you all so much. Queen Midas. Working at night shift. That's right. I know you're busy. I know you're still listening. But thank you all so much. It, it, it's really a good thing where we can get down and chat. And just to be real, you know, 
you know, not, not to have to sugarcoat stuff sometimes. You all know I can talk decent. When it comes time to really throwing down, trust me, I can throw down. Anyway, let me run. I'm not going to put no music on. It's just going to be like this until I get this thing straight. And um, I'll see you tomorrow. Thank you all so much. Much love. Peace. Did it stop? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it said auto stop, so it should be. I'm not going to start, start undressing. <laughs> Scurvy walking around with holes in his underwear. Nah, 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 I think it's done with. So let me see on the actual screen of YouTube itself. Let's see, let's see. I will not pick my nose until the stream is over. Let's see, I think it's over. Yes, it's over. Call it a day. <laughs> I'm still, I'm still not trusting it. I'm looking at it here now. Is it off? Is it off? Okay, I think it is off. It'll be off when I cut this computer off if it's not off. Trust me. Okay, let's see. This thing is still on. Let me come out of it and see. Let me play something else. It should be. Oh, it's still on. Okay. See? <laughs> Stop streaming. That's right. Okay.